If you know you should be using social media to market your business, brand, or side hustle, but you're feeling overwhelmed and confused, then this is the podcast for you. I'm Johanna, your go-to girl for all things Instagram, and here on the podcast, we talk about not just the gram, but also social media, personal branding, and digital marketing. So stay tuned, we're about to dive into the next episode. So the other day, my friend asked me if I was a good singer and to rate myself on a scale of one to 10. And I said, just without really thinking seven and a half, because I was like, you know, I can sing along to the radio. I sound good in the shower. I can sing and play guitar, but I didn't really think about it. And ever since then, it's just been on my mind. I'm like, you know what? I'm not a seven and a half. Like I'm like a six, maybe I'm below a five. I don't really know how the scale goes. I just figured that seven and a half is like your average singer eight is like good, nine is very good and should be famous, and 10 is famous. Even though I don't think fame is necessarily always a measure of talent, I mean, of course it is, all the singers that sing are good, but they're maybe not necessarily the best. Or there's people that are just as good that aren't as famous is what I'm saying. So as I was getting set up for this podcast, I was like humming and I could hear myself in the mic and I was like, oh, this sounds really cool. I'm going to try singing into it. So I like sang a little line of whatever song was stuck in my head. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to look up on YouTube, a karaoke version of a song and then sing it and see how I sound. And I have to tell you, it was so awful. And now I'm just going to pretend it never happened and absolutely never do it again. And probably never do karaoke again, because now I know what my voice actually sounds like on the other side of that mic. So if I get asked again in the future, I will now know that my answer to, are you a good singer on a scale of one to 10 is four and a half, not seven and a half. Okay, let's get into the content. In this episode, we're talking about why your follower number doesn't matter and how it does not affect your bank account. So first of all, with the slow disappearance of likes, now six countries in beta testing for having the likes removed from Instagram, we have to start to wonder if likes really matter as much as we may think. If you live in Canada, then you may have already experienced Instagram removing like counts from your posts. So I have two opinions on this. One, I think it will be awesome for creators who are making good content but don't necessarily have a huge audience the people scrolling by their posts will be more inclined to interact with content that actually speaks to them and not just content that we see also has 41,827 other likes on it. Second, I think it's a step in the right direction from a mental health standpoint. Since the user knows their likes aren't being seen, they may feel less inclined to take down a photo if it isn't performing how they want it to. Of course, I'd argue that if you feel compelled to share something, you should regardless of how many people see it, double taps or comments it gets. All that being said, it is clear that likes are becoming less relevant. But let's talk about the relevancy of likes for influencers. So it's already been established that a high follower number does not equal a high engagement number. Sure, 100,000 followers looks nice, but many accounts with 25,000 are getting the same number of likes and comments as someone in the 100 to 200,000 audience member range. In 2018, the focus definitely shifted to engagement versus follower numbers. If you're an influencer who is working with brands, the brands will most likely always require you to submit your engagement rate, which includes likes and comments. Even though the likes may or may not be seen by the general public, brands will most likely require a screenshot, so you still have to send it to them and get them that information. However, if you're a service provider, like a fitness coach, a life coach, or a nutritionist, a business coach, the engagement number matters way less than you might think. Let's get something straight. 
more followers does not equal more money in the bank. There are plenty of influencers with 100,000, 500,000, or even a million followers that work a full-time job because they don't know how to leverage their audience. There are also plenty of entrepreneurs with 15,000, 10,000, or 2,000 making six figures because they do know how to market and leverage their audience. So the moral of the story here is that your follower number does not translate into the number of dollar bills in your bank account. What is important is how engaged and warmed up your audience is to buy from you. The best way to leverage a small audience is to nurture the shit out of them, build relationships and bring the value. This means you're going to get on the DMs, start talking to people in your audience, do your market research. What do they want and need from you? Start conversations in the direct messaging, hit them with one free piece of advice, and then don't be afraid to tell them about your service. You're on Instagram to serve, but you're also on Instagram to sell. Let's be honest. And if you believe in your product, then you shouldn't feel guilty or gross directing them to something that you know will help them. I created my Girl Meets Gram Instagram course because I get tons of questions all the time about everything from when to post to what to write in captions, how to create a cohesive grid, and how to boost engagement, plus, of course, how to land more clients. So I created the course to answer all these questions, and now it's this little bomb-ass package to follow along with a workbook, and you could totally binge all the content in one morning and know how to kick butt on Instagram and start selling your stuff properly by noon. Sorry, did not mean to promote my course, but I am proud of it. It'll change your life. If you want to sell on Instagram, I'm not sure what you're waiting for. Go get it. Get on the wait list because the door is open for the second round, September 2019. The wait list is open now at girlmeetsgram.com slash join. Okay, back on track. So again, it doesn't matter how many followers you have because think of it this way. If you have 200 followers and every single one of them bought your service, you'd probably be super stoked and you'd be making great money, right? but they need to be warm. They need to know, like, and trust you before they will pull out their credit card for you. So how do we warm up our audience and move them along that buyer's journey of no like, and trust? Step one is to show up consistently. Put that pretty little face of yours in your posts and on your stories on the regular. You don't need to post on your feed seven days a week, but I would challenge you to have a story live at all times. Stories provide a real current life view of what's going on. And when you talk to the camera, it gives people a chance to feel a little more connected to you because it feels like you're having a very one-sided conversation with them. Plus they will get a quick understanding of your personality, which is important for the know and trust steps of the buyer's journey. Step two would be to form relationships on social media. So get into the DMs, welcome people onto your page, start conversations, thank the people that consistently comment on your posts. Just be a good and friendly human. Step three is to give value. So you need to be serving hot tips to your audience. This will put you in the expert position in your industry. If they've already learned something from you for free and loved it, then they can only imagine how valuable it would be to work with you, which leads to step four. Don't be afraid to sell. You're a business owner. You're using Instagram as a business tool. If you don't know how to use Instagram as a business tool, I'm telling you, girlmeetsgram.com, get on the wait list, and you don't have to be salesy to sell. If you don't tell people about your product, though, they aren't going to find it. Let them know what's up, what's new, and how they can do better at life thanks to your service. Tell your audience what you need them to do. Use call to actions to drive traffic to your calendar to book a call, to your blog, to your podcast, or subscribe to your newsletter. You have to give people direction. So you're going to show up consistently, you're going to form relationships, you're going to give value, and you're not going to be afraid to sell. 10 years ago, it would have been incredibly hard and expensive to get your service in front of 50 people, let alone 500. And yet people were paying the bills, which makes me think, actually, I know that no matter what your audience size is, it doesn't mean 
You can't have a successful coaching business or course launch or whatever it is. You have to be intentional. You have to show up. You have to serve and you have to sell. You can't get what you don't ask for, right? Okay, I hope your faith and confidence has been restored and you can move forward knowing that you can sell on social no matter how big your audience is. If you want the full Instagram lowdown and a step-by-step roadmap to creating a strategy for your business that is going to get more clients through your door, jump on the wait list for my Girl Meets Scram course. The doors are opening for round two in September of 2019. In the meantime, I have another episode about how to write better captions for Instagram and another one called 11 ways to make your Instagram stories more aesthetically pleasing. So both of those could definitely help you out in the meantime. As always, feel free to direct message me on Instagram. I'm there at J-O-H-H-H-A-N-N-A if you have any follow-up questions or you want to talk more about this episode. This podcast is brought to you by my newest free download, 26 summer-specific Instagram post ideas. I created a master list of summer Instagrammable content. There's a section for activity-based photo opportunities, food-based photo opportunities, camping photo ops, plus I included some photos for your mood board. I've got you covered. You can download it for free at johhhanna.com slash my Instagram summer. That link is johhhanna.com forward slash my Instagram summer. Enjoy and chat soon. 